Wait, 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 there's been a mistake. There's been a mistake. Morbius, you won Best Picture. Dr. Michael Morbius, this is not a joke. You need to come on stage. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, uh, uh, Jared Leto, Isaac Gonzalez. I'm trying to remember every cast member of Morbius off the top of my head. Uh, Al Madrigal, Jared Harris, Adrian Donna. Sorry, I mispronounced it. Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got quite a bit. That's a stat cast. Uh, it's kind of cool that they gave it a, out a week before it came out. This must be, means it's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it must be a pretty good movie. Should we buy our Thursday night tickets? Uh, I already have my Thursday night ticket, Dolby. Dude, are you fucking excited? I can't wait. I really, I, when, when I finally get to hear... Sorry, I just burped a little bit. When I finally get to hear Dr. Michael Morbius at your service, I'm going to go, that's going to be, that's, it's kind of, it's exciting to know that the the Oscar cheer moment has already been decided, basically, for next year. It's kind of cool that it won Best Picture this year, and it's winning Best Cheer Moment next year. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. It's like a, that's like a Judas and the Black Messiah and Coda type beat. It really is. Um... So my, I'm Adam, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know who it is. Um, and, and I'm Joe, uh, you know who it is too. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about this year's Oscars, uh, because, uh, well, we, I, we had similar nights. Uh, we were both, uh, under the influence yeah. last night. Um, we usually me and Joe, we try to record the night of. Um, that was not happening. That was not <laughs> happening. Because uh, usually Joey's a sober little boy uh, mm-hmm. on Oscar. This is my first Oscar. This is my first twenty-one-year-old Oscar. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I would never break the law. <laughs> um. Yeah. So usually he's there to like he's just sitting at home waiting for me to get home. You know. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I guess we could record. And I'm like, all right. And then. We did. And like, listen to like our other years, the parasite year, I was gone. <laughs> I was like out of there. Um, but I would say the last two years we had to record the next day. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm so glad that we're recording the day after for this one. <laughs> yeah. I was really drunk. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were you were pretty gone last night. I was pretty gone. I um I kept like, this is a common phrase I kept hearing was why are you screaming? So I, and I didn't think I was screaming, but uh, what can you do? Um, so let's get the the elephant in the room. Uh, fucking... so uh, Billie Eilish beat Lynn last night. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Lynn be like no ego um, <laughs> dude you should, if you tweet that i think it would do well <laughs> um see the funny thing is the memes last night would have been great if it wasn't for the will smith thing yeah because there's a lot of untapped meme potential with every other category because mm-hmm. everyone's focusing on the will thing but i will say the funniest thing about the will thing is uh Anthony Hopkins coming out immediately after his speech and going, well, Will Smith said it all. 
<laughs> and what if like Will Smith just like went on stage and yeah, Will Smith comes back on stage <laughs> Anthony Hopkins yeah dude if I was a presenter there I would have 100% said something about it like there's no I would have 100% said something I don't know what I would have done but I would have like immediately just been like that Will Smith thing was pretty crazy right well that's crazy because we actually have a special guest here uh, oh. Will Smith welcome oh, to the Will. show buddy um, put the hammer down Will He's oh no, he just beat Joe to death with a hammer. Dude, it's like it's like the scene in Drive in the strip club. <laughs> he puts a bullet in your mouth. Uh <laughs> makes you swallow a bullet. Um <laughs> uh I think that's the bullet that they used for Deadshot in the Suicide Squad, dude. Uh Damn, bro. It's pretty rough. Um so, I mean, there's no way to not talk about it because me and Joe were like debating. We're like, how do we even bring it up? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I feel like Twitter is divided in like two different sides of like, Will Smith was valid. Chris Rock did nothing wrong. Um, and I'm like, I don't even want to get it. Like, I really don't want to focus this pod on like that, you know, yeah. but it, it, you have to bring it up. Cause it's like, how do you do a, an Oscar pod and not talk about like, it'd be like doing it the La La Landy or not. And then not bringing up the, yeah. the, the snafu. Yeah, and like half of the reason we talk about the Oscars is less about the awards themselves and the and the show, you know, mm-hmm. it's about the, the the presentation, the show itself. Although this is different because it was, at least I don't think it was scripted. It, it yeah, I mean, I don't. It, it, it doesn't appear to be. No, I mean, like unless it's like really elaborate, like weird Hollywood type shit. Um, I cannot imagine how because no one looks good. Mm-hmm. Like no one in this situation looks good. Um, even if you're like on Will's side or you're on Chris Rock's side, I don't think anyone could like really say like, yeah, like they look good. Like I think they both have a mm-hmm. positive image after that. Like even if you're defending one of them, I don't think you can say like, yeah, it makes them look good. You know? Yeah. Like I mean, because even if you think like Will, I mean, like yeah, because Chris Rock got slapped and Will Smith slapped somebody, so it's like there's no uh, there's no uh, clean. There's no clean way out for either of them, you know. They're it, both kind of. It was probably yeah. quiet. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Will had a nice night, but uh, it was. <laughs> I'm sure, it's a quiet morning uh, for both of them. Um. Well, also, like, even in the sense of like, because I saw people on Twitter saying, you know, they were. <clears throat> it was the same thing with like the the La La Land thing, where it was like conspiracy theorist mode, mm-hmm. saying they staged that to like create controversy. And I, when that happened, I was like, no, why would they like do their big thing at the end of the show mm-hmm. people tune in like that's not how it works you don't get ratings by people tuning in in the last two minutes of a show that's not what happens um and i i think the same thing not exactly the same thing but the same kind of logic can be applied here it's like okay yeah like i guess on the outside i can see for like maybe a minute you could assume that it's scripted uh because like i texted mm-hmm. joey we were at two different parties last night and i was but i was still texting him last night and i was like yo like what the fuck just happened <laughs> like after it happened and we were both kind of like i have no clue what just happened because they it, the Amer- american telecast muted the uh what was mm-hmm. happening so we were all confused no one knew what was really happening because it looked like a bit when it happened yeah i looked like a total bit well i think um, it was it was the thing is that I, I think what makes it so awkward and so kind of like embarrassing just on the whole 
is uh, he goes up and slaps him. And, you know, that's, you know, have your reservations about that. But I think what really makes it super uncomfortable is them yelling at each other uh, back and forth. That was, uh, was worse, yeah. I think Chris Rock saying it was a G.I. Jane joke is pretty funny. But uh, it's just a really awkward to just be. And also, like, what... <laughs> What what must Will Smith feel like? I mean, he just he knows that everybody in the, not even just on the internet, but in that room is just staring at him now. Everyone is just just that uncomfortable. Just to make a big scene like that is just super awkward. It's weird, and that's another reason why it's like uh, uh, I I can't imagine that this is in any way, shape, or form staged because it also makes the Academy looking top of it. Like it's like where's yeah, the security? Yeah, especially because like Will Smith won too. Like he and also I was like Will Smith walked into that award show pretty much guaranteed to win. So yeah, literally. Like I, I mean honestly, like even so, like I think the Academy of it all. Like I think this really just shows how every year they have something happen that shows how incompetent they are. Um, and like mm-hmm. I maybe it's a good transition out of it because like I really don't want to get into like the 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 nuances of the the Chris Rock Will Smith thing because I think it's a no win conversation. Uh, but I think this. Well, is I like, will. Well, <laughs> but like I mean I don't care I just don't care because they're just like they're so far removed from my life. You know what I mean? Like their drama. Well, I did I tell you that I have tickets to see Chris Rock in July, so I wonder uh, if he will talk about it. Or maybe I'll do a he, pod update in the future. I wish he. Uh, I wish I could go see a show with him next week or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be great. Um, no, I think, you know, if we transition out of it a little bit, um, the entire show, like before we even get into the actual wins, I, I saw a tweet last night that said like this Oscars kind of is, is a slap in the face. No pun intended. <laughs> to, uh, I, I really didn't intend that uh, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who values the idea of awards. Mm-hmm. And it's because Amy Schumer and uh, all those, uh, like, I mean, I like Wanda Sykes. I like Regina uh, Hall. Uh, but, like, I don't necessarily think they were given good material last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, on the flip side, I don't like Amy Schumer. And I don't think she was given good material either. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and it just felt like at every turn they were trying to, like, minimalize every win with a joke. And I know that's, like, common Oscar stuff, but it felt even more this year where like billy crystal would always make a joke about like you know haha movie stars haha like this movie is long or this movie you know they'll he'll like do like wordplay with a title you know Mm -hmm. but like amy schumer straight up saying like yeah no one watched your movie it's boring no one cares like no one no one even watches the show anymore yeah and i think too it's it's one of those things with like if you it's made it just becomes like those type of jokes kind of become even more kind of gross when you're not televising all the award like when you're really disrespectful like, because it's like if you're gonna you can make your jokes and then do the like give out the awards and stuff but if, if you're not even respecting the awards that you're giving out it's like why, why what are we even doing you know it's such a weird disconnect because like i'm looking at the whole like amy schumer thing and like you know like you're fucking like coming down to spider-man and like mm. uh and then, like, I don't know, because, like, they they do this shit every year. They try to reinvent themselves. I'd say ever since the La La Land thing. No, I'd say ever since, like, the Oscars uh, So White controversy, mm-hmm. I would say. 
Uh, they've always tried to reinvent themselves because the ratings have plummeted each year. It went up like three million this year. I think it was like ten million last year, thirteen million this year, which is like a far cry from the forty to fifty million it used to get per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's truly insane how much ratings have dropped. Um, granted, that could be also down back to like the age of social media and how we're getting updates in real time mm-hmm. about things. I get that. Uh, how we consume clips is different. So like why watch a whole ceremony? I understand. Mm-hmm. But like there's just something really like it, I feel weird about this year. And it's not even the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. It's just like the entire I think presentation, I think the entire like the handling of awards, I think the entire like just the entire night in general felt like very disingenuous mm-hmm. in a way that I, I mean, even at their worst, I would still say last year was the worst Oscars I've ever sat through. Yeah, that um, was that was really bad. It was terrible. Um, but like even at their worst, there's a sense of respect. You know what I mean? There's a sense mm-hmm. of like we care about the movies that we're talking about. We are giving these awards out of love. You know, I'm not saying this is the worst Oscars than last year, not by a long shot. I think the ceremony was better. I think the the awards and the wins were higher than last year. But that being said, um, I think this is the worst, like, the worst handling of it, because it has the most uh, absolute misunderstanding mm-hmm. of, like, what the Oscars represent. And it, it felt very weird to me. I don't know. Well, I watched this, uh, this video essay the other day, um, by, uh, this guy, uh, he was just talking about award shows. Um, mm-hmm. and he's kind of a, he's not necessarily a film guy. He's just kind of more of a, like a casual viewer. And, uh, the main thing he, he made a point in the video that I thought was interesting, um, where he was like the Oscars and these kind of prestige award shows are kind of, are kind of, it's that they're kind of just like on a foundational level, they're just completely lost because they're on one hand they want to be this like prestigious award show but then on the other hand they keep doing these weird gimmicky like stunts to try to get people to watch more and it's like you guys are not provide you guys are not providing um a prestige or like an or like class or whatever you want to call it like you're not like there's like kind of the the air that this is a uh like a real thing and that this is like these awards matter is gone uh, but then it's also coupled with the fact that the show is not entertaining at all. The sh- like compare this to like the Kids Choice Awards. Like I would much <laughs> rather watch that shit. Right. Like it's no, like yeah. this is not like you guys don't. You're not being entertaining and you're being super. It's like you you can't like Amy Schumer coming down in a Spider-Man costume is all the more cringe when like a minute before you guys are talking about the indelible power of film and how cinema brings us together. So it's like, you can't like, you really gotta, they really gotta fucking pick what they want. And it's, I mean, I think, I think Adam said this to me at one point, uh, but it's like, you're all you're doing with these kind of gimmicky stuff is you're not, nobody's like, I, t- I made this joke last night. I was like, I wasn't going to watch the Oscars this year until I remembered they were celebrating the, uh 39th anniversary of pulp fiction and then i decided i was gonna watch it's like who's like who you're not gonna bring in any new people and you're just gonna piss off the people who are who are who are your audience you know yeah that and that was a weird thing with pulp fiction because it's like 20 28 i think it was uh like because what it was nine yeah 94 so like um 
um like yeah 28 is such a it's like when snl to snl 40 it's like okay mm-hmm. you have the 40th anniversary like just hold out 10 years like do a 50th yeah. <laughs> like i don't know like it just feels like a like a 28th anniversary like wait till the 30th or something i don't fucking know like like and i mean the only one i can appreciate was like the godfather one because like that is the 50th anniversary you know mm-hmm. like that is like and like godfather i would say is like maybe the most influential film uh, maybe yeah, not, but it's like it's a cl- it's the most classic American film of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I understand, but like a Pulp Fiction twenty eighth, like um, like getting TikTokers on stage, like uh, like fucking just like it, just so many weird bits, like the Regina Hall like bringing the guys on stage and like uh, the, the Amy Schumer Spider Man, like and I, I love Wanda Sykes, but like I didn't think she was giving good material last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it was just kind of embarrassing to watch, like through and through. And I, like, and again, this is not even talking about the Chris Rock thing. Like, just the show itself, like, was bad. And, and like, it's never really good. Like, I'm, I, I cannot tell you the last time there was a good Oscars show. Um, usually there's a lot of cringe, but mm-hmm. this year it was all cringe. Like, no good bits. Um, but I don't know. I mean, do you have anything else to say before we go to the like actual wins? About, uh like, yeah just itself. super cringe also i i think I, I texted you this at one point adam but like if you want like why are you like you make like if you want if you really want like a big audience fucking stream it on youtube you can still so you can still still add you can still do like fucking product placement shit but uh if you i think if you just made it if they want people to watch it just make it easier to watch you know yeah no 100 percent. i think that's I, and i think that's the way of the future because i think um uh, way the future. I, well, I, I can't remember. The the uh, contract is expiring soon, I believe, with ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, not soon, but like in the future at some point. Like there is a year exactly where the time runs out with it. I think maybe like 2027 or 2026 or something like that. Um, and I don't think ABC will renew the contract. Because um, I think it was like a 20 to 30 year contract that they had. So they've had this contract in the bag for a long time with the Oscars. And I mean, granted, it's like a once a year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, what do you think they renew? Like with AB, or do you think ABC renews, or do you think they just uh, the Oscars go all streaming when they? I uh, I think if they want to survive, they should go all streaming. I agree. Um, I but that's like so. I I don't disagree with you, but that's like sad to me in retrospect because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, like I have such like nostalgia for like. I don't know. Like he was even when I was a kid, and I didn't see half the movies. I would like watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when No Country for Old Men, like one, I was like, I have not seen that movie, but like I'm <laughs> watching it. Like you know, I'm watching the ceremony. Um, you know, like I have, I'd say my most distinct Oscar memory is watching the year that the artist won. It's not because I love the artist, but it's because it was the first time I watched an Oscar show and had already seen the Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. And that felt special to me as a kid because I was like, oh, like I've seen this movie. I've seen all these movies, you know, and that like kind of I don't know. Like, so it'll be like a little nostalgic uh, to like or like anti-nostalgic to like not have it on TV anymore. But I guess it doesn't really matter. You know, it's, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I just hope they they don't continue this trend of getting like less theatrical. Because that's what I love about the Oscars, like how theatrical it always is. There's always such a um, class to it. There's such a like um, grand spectacle 
mm-hmm. of it all. And I hope if they go streaming, they don't lose that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, though, I mean, Beyonce did a good job at the beginning, but it's That's never... Fine. yeah. I don't know the 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 I mean I'm um, I'm uh, the this is a different uh a different award uh like genre but the Tonys I think are really great at that at being entertaining right uh, they're they're able to do even though they are some weird stuff you know James Corden hosted the past couple times but uh, Kevin Spacey hosted uh, within the past five years too isn't that crazy um wait what Kevin Spacey hosted uh the Tonys the uh, Dear Evan Hansen one is that true. That's 100% true. That's terrible. I hate that. Isn't that crazy? I hate that. It was like a year before he got got, you know? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was, a, it was a couple months before, actually. That's that's so weird to me that Evan Hansen is that, like, young of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think they're trying to appease the wrong people. If I had to, like, make one final statement. Like, they're trying to appease the wrong people. The Oscars are. They're trying to, like, find all these trends and, like... Uh, gimmicks when uh, someone on Twitter said it best. I can't uh, purpose or respectfully like uh, at the person that said this because I don't remember who it was. But I, I saw someone say something along the lines of like they try to like manufacture like fake like gimmick moments, mm-hmm. like this the Amy Schumer Spider Man or the Regina Hall like thing or the Jesse Plemons and Kristen Dunst bit. Um, but like you know all the like actual things that people remember are things that happen organically Mm -hmm. at the Oscars. It's never anything that's staged. And that's something that they always seem to forget, you know, Mm -hmm. and they are, and they're trying to appease the wrong crowd. I feel like they're trying to get people that don't tune into the Oscars um, to tune into the Oscars. And that's, and that's not the way to go about it. I don't think, I don't think that's the move. Um, You know, like the NFL, the NBA, they don't try to get people that aren't into NBA to watch their games they just keep doing what they're doing and then people cut into it because they know that their industry cares about the thing that they're into mm-hmm. um and with movies it's like do they care do they actually yeah. care like i don't fucking know if they care because um, like that's the thing too and i mean i the you're talking about the kind of the it's the organic moments that that are um talked about more and then it's like for better or for worse, like that is being like this Will Smith thing is being discussed more than the actual movie wins themselves. So it kind of raises the question, like, what is the point of this event, really? Yeah. And also, I God, I didn't even mention this. I, I knew we were going to move on to the awards, but I, how do I not mention this? The fucking like um, uh, applaud applause moments or the fan favorite shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like who? Like, yeah, when Flash enters the fucking Speed Force. Yeah, my audience went crazy when they Flash entered the Speed Force for mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut. Yeah, cheer moment. A movie moment. that wasn't in theaters. Yeah, like fucking, and I love the Snyder Cut. We did a pot on it, but like fucking spare me. Like it's such like, yeah, we're giving awards to like Twitter bots now. Like give me a fucking break, dude. Army of the Dead won like uh, a fan favorite film. Like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Like, and I like Army of the Dead, but like, and I would be cool if it won an award based off actual votes. But no, it's literally just bot spam voting shit. That's why fucking. Uh, uh camilla cabello's uh like uh cinderella was like what third place or something 
uh, in the fan favorite. Uh, Minamata, the Johnny Depp movie that no one saw, was in the top five fan favorite movies of the year. Like, Mm -hmm. are you fucking... Like, this is so embarrassing, dude. Like, I'm embarrassed to say that I even fucking watch the Oscars anymore. Like, I took took my girlfriend to the watch party last night, uh, hosted by a friend of the pod. Uh, We bought a Mike Ernest. Um... And I and on the car ride home, I was kind of like, I know you're probably wondering, like, why I even like do this. Like, why do I even like watch this shit? Because like, you know, like, because like from the outside looking in, like, why do we care? We have nothing good to say ever about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, and valid. Right. Like it. It's upsetting. It's upsetting to see that an industry that you're trying to get into an industry that you care about constantly try to dunk on itself Mm -hmm. it doesn't respect itself um and it's it's i mean maybe i mean this is like very first world problems uh shit but it's it's upsetting and it i say upsetting to a, a very finite degree like i'm fine i'm gonna survive i will tune in next year as i always do it doesn't matter at the end of the day but it just for the like if we're just doing an oscar pot and we're talking about our immediate feelings kind of sucks kind of sucks i don't know man um but yeah any final thoughts before we go to the the actual winners i uh, love you chris rock um and uh uh i lost really bad <laughs> well that's a good transition because i wanted to talk about the uh the oscar pool that we did um so if i'm not mistaken joey i I counted he was too embarrassed to count his ballot uh so he gave it to me and i counted for him uh and if i'm not mistaken you got 12 out of 23 correct um last week i believe you called me a dumbass for not thinking that don't look up had a chance to win best picture dude Um, it still can yeah it still can don't look up 2024 Mm -hmm. um uh so I, I will say this. This is my best Oscar prediction ever. Um, I've never been this close uh, in my life. Uh, I got 21 out of 23 correct with my predictions. And Joe literally, and I'm, I don't mince words when I say he texted me at least 50 times last night. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like... I and I kind of thought I would like lose at a certain point because like I was like okay Dune's gonna like lose production design or like you know what I mean like I just kept predicting things were gonna go sideways for me because that's usually how it goes I start off pretty strong but um my the only two that I missed um I I didn't put Queen of Basketball for a documentary short I put Audible um and I put um. God, what else was it? Oh, um, I put uh, Encanto for best original song instead of Billie Eilish. Um, because Joey successfully somehow convinced me uh, for the Lynn uh, EGOT narrative uh, that night. Um, but it, that didn't happen. Uh, and I think you made a good point. You said they're going to try to milk that as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So, like, every time he's nominated, we're going to, like, say, oh, it's... um. You know, it's uh, he's my winner. He got tonight. Who knows? Uh, so I think that that'll be fun to continually uh, try to predict. Um, so Dune was the uh, it won the most awards last night. 
Um, I believe it had six wins, I want to say. It had four before it even started. Right. Um, So, what? We have best visual effects, best sound, best music, best film editing, and best cinematography. Um, Oh, and best uh, production design, I believe. Um, Yeah, best production design. Um, So, that's a lot of wins for Dune. Um, and I think that bodes well. I, did I tell you my theory that I think Dune Part Two will win Best Picture? Well, yeah, what? I, I think uh, my prediction that Dune Part Two is going to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. In I agree. Four. I agree. I think it's going to be like their Return of the King again. Mm. It's going to be the first time in like a long time that a blockbuster wins uh, Best Picture. Um. But um, yeah. Any any like win other than like the acting categories? Any like of those like screenplay or like? Uh... No, I was saying. Uh, I was I was on the phone with friend of the pod Rico earlier today, and I was like, this is kind of the first. There's no real. There's no Mank winning cinematography. There's no. There's no real. It was kind of you know. Uh, say what you will about the. I think. Uh, say what you will about the the winners if if there were people more deserving to win, but mm-hmm. as far there was no real upsets, no real surprises. Um, the Billie Eilish win was honestly the most surprising part. Uh, it's uh it's that that was like the only thing that was I was like oh shit really. Um, and I know I think it's funny that there was this kind of big big swell that uh like a couple days ago that Penelope Cruz was gonna win, and I was like voting is closed. Like I don't understand why people are like like changing their vote halfway through because of Twitter. Uh, I didn't think she had. I mean, she's great in the movie, but I, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Uh, but I just, uh, yeah, it's just. I think, yeah, no, for the most part, uh, kind of uh, a more. This is definitely a more mundane Oscars. Um, and there's not particularly. I mean, I'm happy to see Jessica Chastain win. Uh, I love Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, even though I don't think uh, Tammy Faye's her best performance. Uh, it's just nice to see her take home a, an award. Um, uh, Troy Kotzer gave a great speech. Um, and now is there anything else cool that happened last night? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I, yeah, you're right about like the whole, like not really anything crazy happening. Cause like, um, like I was half expecting like a coming to America makeup upset mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, um, Cruella like winning costume design wasn't necessarily, uh, surprising at all. Cause I, I made the point last movie is about fashion it wins costume, you know, um, you know, international feature film drive my car. I made the same point. Like if you have a foreign film that's nominated for best picture, it's also going to win the international film category. That's just how it works, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like these Oscars were definitely like, we were, I think we were panicking because we were like, it just seems too simple. Like it just, something doesn't feel right because it just, all the stats were aligning perfectly to where it all made sense. And we were like, okay, what are we wrong about? Cause like, we have to be wrong about something. We're never right. So mm-hmm. I think, I think that's why you were kind of like panicking. You were like, okay, it has to be like fucking don't look up or something. Yeah, Something <laughs> has to go. There has to be something wild. And I think that's why you do good in other years is because you try to do the wild cards that actually do pan out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is that year. I think this is the year of um, it's weird. It seems like in every other category, but best picture uh, this year validates validates the idea of statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then Best Picture with Coda literally single-handedly dismantles the idea that statistics matter in any way, shape, or form with the Oscars. Um, And that's such a weird disconnect that now it's going to be like, next year when we predict, there's no fucking clue who's going to win. Because every statistic has single-handedly been broken by Coda winning Best Picture. Um, Because, like, you know, the whole, like, thing about, like, oh, no movie in Oscar history has won best picture without like winning any of the other major tech awards or direction or screenplay, you know, uh, that's out the window now. Coda mm-hmm. didn't do any, I mean, it won a adapted screenplay and supporting actor, but, uh, that's about it. You know, it's mm-hmm. had three nominations and it won all three that it was nominated for. It was a very humble kind of win, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, and, and to, to kind of just touch on the, the Coda discourse, um, I think, Coda's a great movie. Uh, it's just, I think, kind of, it's a, it's, and I know people are, are trying to compare it to Green Book or Crash, uh, and I definitely don't think it's it's quite that bad. It is just, for me personally, it is odd to see Coda nominated up against, you know, West Side Story and Nightmare Alley and and Licorice Pizza and Power of the Dog, uh-huh. uh, and not win. But uh, I think I, I'm I'm happy to see Coda win. It's nice to see. Uh, you know, a, di- a different type of movie win. I uh, kind of, it, I, I do, I like that 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 a, that a movie that kind of, it kind of is is seemingly outside of the uh, kind of the Hollywood bubble uh, can still kind of take home the top dog prize. So I personally wouldn't give it, but I'm I'm happy to see that it won. Um, and I think it's a, it's a it's a really great movie. It's got a really big heart. Uh, first Sundance movie to ever win an award. Uh, Apple TV um, just made Netflix their bitch. So. That's so crazy to me, dude. Like, um, <laughs> that, uh, what do you call it? Like, I think that's like insane that Netflix has spent, I want to say, oh, and I'm not just talking about Power of the Dog. I'm talking about like since what, Roma? Mm-hmm. Um, since Beast of No Nation, if we're being honest, you know? <laughs> Beast of No Nation, did that get a Best Picture nomination? I forgot. I think uh, it did. Uh, Beast of No Nation. Because uh, I'm, I'm really trying to think about like all their like awards players. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about acting, but like movies they really pushed for Best Picture. Well, if you um, want to go all the way back, War Machine was their first. Uh, was <laughs> it? That was they wanted it. That they yeah that was their when they when they did their like their deck for the year. That was like their award movie. But that was weird because remember it dropped in like the summer. And it's not very good. It's a bad <laughs> movie, and I remember like I we I distinctly remember joey we were at a screening for captain underpants and you asked me you're like yo are you serious war machine's not good and i'm like no joey it's not good and you're like that there's no way it had it's brad pitt man and i'm like okay joey watch it yourself I and then later that night brad pitt. <laughs> later that night you were like yeah it's not good man. um no, beast of no nation did not get nominated for any oscars so i was wrong not a single nomination weird that's that's a pretty good movie but i uh it's weird because i think netflix their issue is not their movies i don't think um it's just they have like almost like a try hard mentality it's almost like a will smith mentality um Mm -hmm. i would say like where he tried like he has like a kid it's almost a concussion or like a uh um i'm trying to think of his other movies that he's done for oscar uh attention but like um with Netflix, it feels like they spend so much money in these campaigns, and then 
and they are the front runner for a little bit. Like I'll never forget the Roma year where you literally thought Roma was going to win. And then green book just swoops in last minute. Mm-hmm. And that's how it feels like this year with power of the dog, power of the dog had such a momentum building for it. And I think power of the dog is a great movie. Great mm-hmm. movie. Um, I would have been very happy if one best picture, but no Coda swoops in last minute and kind of, um, and for like what I think Apple TV acquired it for 25 million. Um, and then just a very modest kind of campaign mm-hmm. and then it won best picture. So like it's insane. Netflix's first nomination for best picture was Roma. Their first, like their first dip into like major nominations was Mudbound in 2018. And their first nomination on the whole was in 2014 for the documentary, the square square yeah i mean well did they have anything else like the year of parasite or like what all has been nominated from netflix for best picture yeah best picture in roma the irishman marriage story mank chicago seven don't look up and power of the dog yeah i mean i'll say like i don't think um like half of those movies are like great movies like mm-hmm. marriage story irishman roma fan- yeah roma fantastic movies you know the issue at hand is not their movies. Um, and I think Netflix is going to take the wrong message from this. Mm-hmm. They're going to like try. I Dude, I bet they're going to just fucking double down on the money. They're going to be like, okay, you know what? 80 million wasn't enough for Power of the Dog. Let's, let's do a campaign for 160 <laughs> next year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be so embarrassing when it loses to like, it loses to like, uh, I don't know, like Cha Cha Real Smooth or something this year. Cha Cha Real Smooth wins Best Picture. I'm calling it now. That gets to like a Best Original Screenplay nom next year. You really think uh, fucking our boy Coop is going all the way up? Yes. Damn, dude. I got to ask him a question at the uh, screening at uh, South by Southwest. I was incredibly nervous uh, and I was shaking. So. He he seems like a cool guy. Um, mm-hmm. He went. Uh, he point. He went. This guy's nervous. Everybody laugh at him, and everybody did. Oh, oh shit! Wait, did he really? Yeah, dude. No, he didn't do that. I said. I I was like, this is a tangent. This has nothing to do with uh, the Oscars. But I was. I I was like, um, I was a big fan of Shit House, and everyone, everybody in the audience was like, woo! And I was like, and I thought this was even better. So I just wanted to know what it was like. Uh, jumping to a, a much bigger feature on your sophomore film. Uh, just if you could talk about the challenges you faced. And then he talked about COVID. And then and then I was I went thank you. But I had lost my voice at a at a Gunna concert the night before. So damn. Um, I think it's, our it's boy a long Coop, story. I think our boy Coop is going all the way next year. Dude, I think that would be awesome. I could see a world where we get a. Uh, a best original screenplay nom and maybe a Dakota Johnson best supporting actress nom. I definitely, well, now that I think about it, cause I mean, cha-cha real smooth has the, uh, kind of the, the, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's an up and comer. Uh, so it could be kind of the, uh, I don't even know what it could, it could be like the, not the her, but like it could I be, would, uh, I would equate it more to like worst person in the world getting a nomination. Yeah. Like that type of nomination. And it's got the, the subject matter, you know, it's dealing with, the. Uh, um, you know, autistic, uh, you know, autistic major characters. So they could kind of go that the kind of the woke route with it. Uh, 
Yeah, like that, and also like uh, you know, it's Talk, very speaking cynically. It's a great movie, regardless of that. But I, I mean, I already know like if it gets any awards attention next year, people are going to be like unbearable, the same way they were about like Coda winning, mm-hmm. um, or even getting nominated in the first place. Um, and like I think Coda is Coda's a very sweet, very feel good movie. I love Coda. I think Coda's. Would I have picked it for Best Picture myself? No. Is it even in my top five? I don't know. I, I got to look again. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't say it's a better movie than Power of the Dog. I wouldn't say it's, it's definitely not a better movie than, like, the Chris Beats or West Side Story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, do I definitely like it more than, like, Don't Look Up or Belfast? Or even, like, uh, I already forgot all the other nominees. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I at least I remember Coda. I remember Coda pretty thoroughly, you know what I mean? Like, I I put it, like, next to Nightmare Alley. I like them pretty equally. I think they're both, like, very... Uh, they're, they're not similar in any way, but I'm talking about in terms of me liking them. Like, if Nightmare Alley won Best Picture, I'd be like, yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but I, like, I like it, and I'm glad it won, you know? Like... I, uh, I like... I, let me look at what the... Let me see where Coda falls on my rank... BP. I like it more than Belfast. I like it more than Don't Look Up. I like it more than King Richard. Uh, that's it. So I like the rest of them more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it more than King Richard. I like... Um, uh, oh, I forgot. I forgot Dune got nominated. Um, yeah, yeah, I Dune, mean... Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I like significantly more, but... Dune is so fucking good, dude. I'm, um, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad Dune like, kind of swept last night. Yeah, dude, let's get some fucking, let's get some credit on Denis Villeneuve's name. You know, Will Smith's trying to act like Jada needs respect. Denis needs respect. Denis does need respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I need, Timothy Chalman needs to go up there and smack the shit out of whoever's hosting next year. <laughs> um, God, yeah, and I'm sa- I'm telling you, dude, Dune Part 2, we'll look out for it when it wins Best Picture in 2020. When it comes to 2023, so 2024, I mm-hmm. bet. I'm I'm putting it on the money now, Joey. It, it wins Best Picture in 2024. We are looking at a clear forecast for Dune to sweep in 2024. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this is podcast evidence that Adam Sidoris is predicting it two years ahead of time. All right? So when it happens, play it back here, all right? Um, and same thing with... um. Babylon next year when when it happens come back to old Adam he he told you first um yeah but no that otherwise I mean to go over the other categories though um I feel really bad for Questlove too because that's like around that's when um that was immediately know. after yeah well that's what Chris Rock was presenting was documentary mm-hmm. um and I feel bad because uh, Summer of Souls is a great movie uh, very well deserved you know. Um, and they even asked Questlove about it at the Q&A after. And he's like, dude, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about that movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's sad. It's really sad. Like, he, they were expecting him to talk about it. He's like, dude, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the movie that I made. And I just want mm-hmm. an Oscar for it. Could you imagine that? Like, if you yeah. if you were trying to, like, what, like, what if Spike won an Oscar? And you had to <laughs> talk about, like, the Will Smith slap afterwards. Like, yeah, I would have been pissed off. Uh, piss, piss off, Derson. Uh, mm-hmm. um, 
so uh let's see best animated feature went to Encanto. i know you're not a big Encanto guy um all my homies hate Encanto. i thought Encanto was pretty good uh and but, i mean i would definitely get give it to mitchell's versus yeah mitchell's is way i watched mitchell's yesterday two days ago it's way better did you like it i loved mitchell's yeah i thought mitchell's was excellent it's a great movie um I thought, honestly, the biggest bullshit of the night was uh, Belfast getting screenplay. Um, as far as, like, the win goes, you know? Like, because, I mean, Belfast is, like, competent. It's, like, fine. But, like, I don't know. Like, best original screenplay for Belfast? Like, I predicted it. I knew it was happening. But, like, I don't know. Like, really? Belfast? All right. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was just, like, really pathetic, honestly. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that one? Belfast, I mean, yeah, definitely not what I would have picked. Uh, expected to win, um, I guess. Kenneth Branagh seems like a like a, like a a nice guy. Uh, sorry, Sean. Uh, so it was nice to see him uh, win. But, uh, you know, yeah. Liquor's Pizza and Worst Person in the World. Yeah. Uh, at least it didn't go to Don't Look Up. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Rico. Yeah. Sorry, I know Rico's fuming right now. <laughs> Sorry, Rico, buddy. Um, Jane Campion of Power of the Dog, uh, best director. Um, that was, I mean, I I thought that was like well deserved. It was pretty predictable. Even you mm-hmm. predicted that, right? Yeah, and I will say this: my I don't know what I have said about Power of the Dog on this podcast, but I I didn't rewatch all of it. Have you gotten to see it again, Adam? No, I've only seen it the one time, but I liked it a lot the first time. Watching it a second time is crazy because I, I didn't know anything about the subject matter of the film. I just thought it was – I just like – let me just – I, I kind of went in really blank. I knew that uh, what's-his-name was supposed to be an asshole, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you watch it a second time, it's a completely different movie. Uh, so that's it's – it's a really interesting view. And I, I, I think – honestly, I mean you know Spielberg or PTA would have been nice to see win. Uh, just because I love those guys, but I think mm-hmm. I do think she deserved this one. She does; a, she's able to do a lot with that movie. Um, and that that movie is kind of for a for a movie that gets kind of is is kind of being pointed at as being like boring and pretentious. I think it's actually quite a like a fascinating, interesting, unique kind of one of a kind film. There's really nothing like Power of the Dog. So I was actually very happy to see her win. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm kind of a Jane Campion stand though. I think she did, even though she said that dumb shit. Uh, earlier in the uh, the award cycle i kind of uh, i was very happy to see her win yeah i mean with that with that thing it felt more like she just like she stumbled on her words a little too much and Mm -hmm. i didn't think she like deliberately meant the way it came out um and (laughs) she (laughs) she very quickly retracted that it was like hey i didn't mean it that way (laughs) like um it was just like a poor choice of words i think um the way she structured the sentence was like very weird but um uh, so I, I don't hold that against her. I think uh, Power of the Dogs. I mean, I, I I would like to watch it again. I think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I thought that since the first time I saw it, I immediately loved it. And I, um, my opinion of it hasn't really changed. It's always been in that. Um, it would have been like a shape of water for me if it won Best Picture. You know, mm-hmm. where I was like, no, it's not my favorite by a long shot. Like I would still go to like Licorice Pizza or like a uh, a Dune. You know, mm-hmm. personally, but. Um, you know, I can't deny it's a great film and, uh, and you're right. Like power of the dog, it's so much more than like a 
boring Western as it's being, you know, portrayed. Like, that's what, like, you know, fucking Amy Schumer joking about, you know? Like, it's, it, it's like, portrayed that way, but it's such a unique view on, like, masculinity and, like, uh, sexuality and, like, mm-hmm. uh, generational trauma. You know. It becomes it becomes when you watch it again. To, I mean, I think we can talk spoilers about the film. Uh, you don't because uh, you kind of you you kind of maybe watching it, you can kind of really kind of quickly pick up on the fact uh, about Benedict Cumberbatch's sexuality. But yeah, uh, T- Cody Smith McPhee is like this super uh, kind of uh, hard to pin down. You really don't know. Uh, he's a very enigmatic character. You really don't know what his vibe is. And when you yeah. know that he's got this kind of brimming like you know he fucking kills him at the end uh when you when you know he's got this brimming darkness in him the movie the movie is like completely different so i really appreciate i think that's a i think uh, for, as far as a directing standpoint it's it's one of those movies where you can tell that like they directed the shit out of it yeah no absolutely like and i he... think you know, spielberg kind of has that fucking movie making like you know he's able he's he does so much with the camera in west side story and paul thomas mm-hmm. anderson is this kind of got this like this cool guy slacker make it look easy vibe. Uh, so I can see why they would give it to Campion over them too. But I'm still happy to see it go to Campion. It's definitely not my favorite of the nominees. I don't. I don't even think it it cracks into my top 25 of the year. But I still think that Power of the Dog is like a damn good movie. It's a great movie. I um. It, it's a great great movie. I and again I think it's so funny that um Netflix still has not won. It, it's like comical because they're going to take the wrong messages away from this they literally have scorsese and jane campion mm-hmm. and noah bombach making movies for them and they're going to take away the wrong message from that and they're like we're not making good enough movies like no that's not the issue the, the issue is not the movies the movies are just fine I, I guarantee if they keep up with their trajectory they will win an oscar one day like they will win a best picture i should say one day mm-hmm. Um, that's like that's bound to happen. I feel like. It, what do they have on their uh, slate for this year? I know they have the new Noah Baumbach movie, the the White Noise, I believe. Um, I kind of forgot. Um, hold on, let me look it up. because uh, like they have quite a bit. Like every year they have something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it doesn't like pan out, at least on paper. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like some good shit uh let's see because like i know that trailer they released for all their big movies um it was more like those were more like the blockbusters they have mm-hmm. like they play like the red notice and like stuff like that on the trailer <laughs> um the, on, the only like i think of at the moment is white noise is there anything you, you can think of off the top of your head um i know they have gray man oh the, the del toro's pinocchio that's gonna win best animated film um, yeah, I hope so. Because, um, like, what else is there? I mean, Turning Red's good. I, Knives I like Out Turning... 2. Uh... I, hey, don't discount Knives Out 2, because remember, the first one got a Best Picture nomination. It did? Yeah, didn't it? Oh, I forgot about that. Hold on, let me let me fact check that real quick. Um, but I'm, like, 90% sure it did. Um... I think you're right. I think you are right about that. Um... No. No. Did get I'm wrong. It got. I know it got nominations. Uh, I. I don't know why I thought it got a best picture nomination. Um, hold on, let me. They're remaking this. All Quiet on the Western Front. Are they? Blonde, the uh, Andrew Dominic film. It won best screenplay at the Oscars in 2020. 
Hell yeah. Fuck it. Ryan Johnson has an Oscar? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he, uh... Oh, wait, no, he didn't win. My bad. Um, I Google... Do you know when they do the people also ask on Google? What? I Google Knives Out, and the first one is, why is Knives Out so good? <laughs> I mean, truly, why is it? No, I I'm, I was mistaken. I forgot. Bong Joon-ho won that year for Parasite. but He, he was nominated, though. Yeah, he was nominated. Um, yeah. Uh, well, like, let me look, because I can't think of... Um, Blonde seems like it's going to be a player next year. Um, that's Andrew Dominic, I believe, right? Who's doing that? Yeah. Um, that's kind of crazy. It has like an NC-17 rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious how that plays out long term. Um, yeah, White Noise seems to be like one that's going to be a big player too. Um, maybe that will or uh, Will Smith, uh, Adam Sandler one. Uh, with Queen Latifah, the where he plays the uh, basketball coach. What hustle? The, or not the basketball coach. He plays like the uh, the NBA scout. Yeah, hustle. Because uh, that seems like a dramatic go for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like th- I have no doubt they have something in the pipeline that will be like um, that'll be worth talking about. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think this year they had a great best picture lineup. And I'm cool with Coda winning. Um, real quick, uh, Best Supporting Actress, Ariana DeBose, I was very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Coetzer, that uh, that win was great. I thought his speech was probably the best part of the whole night. Yeah, I was about to say, probably the best speech, too. Yeah, people were crying at my party <laughs> over oh, that wow. speech. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a beautiful speech. Um, Jessica Chastain. For Tammy Faye, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm like, happy for her. I like mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain, but like, and I like Tammy Faye. I did. I thought it was a good movie. Um, but it kind of feels like in any other year you would not have won this. <laughs> you know, because it was a strangely uh, kind of restrained Best Actress run this year. Um, a lot of great movies, but a, not a lot of great movies with great lead actresses or lead actress performances mm-hmm. if that makes sense um so it kind of feels like this is her only year that she would have won this you know mm-hmm. um but i'm glad she finally got her oscar because i know she was kind of turning into the leo uh <laughs> for that you know yeah um, but yeah uh i don't know i mean any other thoughts on any of the other wins or the coda or anything uh, i'm looking at the Netflix's uh, Oscar hopefuls for next year. I guess mm-hmm. Tyler Perry has like a passion project that he's been working on for since the nineties called the Jasmine's blues. It's like a drama. Uh, they uh-huh. have the new Fincher, the killer. Um, they it's have Netflix. Yeah. They have Bradley Cooper's maestro movie. Is, is that, I don't know if that's coming out this year though. Cause they haven't even filmed that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I have no idea. Uh, they have uh, this movie called Rustin. Uh, the Marini's black bottom director uh, with, Coleman Domingo, Jeffrey Wright, Glenn Turnman, and Chris Rock. Uh, so he'll, maybe he'll be making a return. Um, then, yeah, but it looks like Blonde is their big one this year. Which I could see going either way. You know, like I could First see NC-17 that. First NC-17 movie to win Best Picture. <laughs> um, well, I'm reading a few, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, big movies coming out this year. There's, um... You know, the Fablemans, that's mm-hmm. going to be a big one. Um, Babylon, obviously. Killers of the Flower. Dude, 
close the flower moon apple tv they already dude apple tv is already like dunking on netflix again dude yeah dude. come on i, think, I, I could see <laughs> i could see killers of the flower moon taking it there's a lot it's gonna be a big year yeah dude uh poor things uh she said um the son uh the, the follow-up to the father the same in a bit uh really yeah like the what's his i forgot the director of the father um I did uh, not know that. <laughs> who who's the director of the father? Uh, I forgot the name. Franz Kahn or something like that. <laughs> no. Um, he has like a weird. He's like a cool name like that. No. Uh, hold on. The father with Anthony Hopkins. Florian Zeller. Oh, Franz Kahn did Mass. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. Um, Franz Kahn. Fran Kahn. <laughs> Fran Kranz. Did mass? You say Franz Cock? Did I? I texted you this, but the guy, the stoner in Cabin in the Woods, is the director of fucking. That's mass. crazy to me. I knew it because that's why I watched it in Sundance last year. Because I was like, oh, I'm curious how he is as a director, and then it turns out great, amazing, They're really fucking good, man. Um, I bet White Noise is their big one next year. The because that's yeah, gonna dude. have Greta returning to acting and uh, Adam Driver and uh, Noah Baumbach behind the camera. It's like a period yeah. piece. Should too. we should we try to do some some way premature Oscar predictions for? That's what show? I'm doing right now. I think uh, White Noise, um, The Sun, because The Father was such a big player, you know, and that's a Hugh Jackman movie too. Um, mm. uh, I think she, The Sun, The Father follow up movie. Oh, that's crazy. Um, I think she said the uh, the Harvey Weinstein movie. The, the it's about oh, the wow. woman who wrote the first Me Too article. Damn. Oh, they they I didn't know they were making a movie about that. It's Carrie Mulligan, Zoe Kazan. Uh, uh, I forgot who else is in it, but yeah, that I think that's kind of a lock to get a best. I mean, not to say lock like a fucking year ahead of time, but like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a movie about the, the Me Too in Hollywood, and it feels like that's something, if well done, they will try to uh, award, mm-hmm. you know, to, like, show solidarity, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to act like Harvey Weinstein doesn't have 81 Oscar nominations. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, I mean, Sam Mendes has a movie coming out next year, or this year, oh, wow, I should I say. Um, there's the, God, I mean, dude, there's so much going on. Laura Dern's in The Sun, so she might get, like, an Oscar nom for that. Um, uh, let's see. The Whitney Houston biopic comes out this year on Christmas Day. Oh, wow, Day. really? Yeah, the I, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Who's playing um, her? Uh, Naomi Aki, she was the girl from Rise of Skywalker, uh. I forgot. Oh, okay. The, the character name. Um, but she'll probably do good at that. Yeah, she's not. I mean, that's not a great movie, obviously, but um, she's she's really good in that role. So I bet she's good in that, that movie. Um. Yeah, I mean, Elvis might be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how Elvis is going to do. It really depends if it's good or not at the end of the day, because I could see it going either way with um, what's his name? Uh, Boz Lerman. Boz. Yeah. So I was wrong. Harvey Weinstein only has two Oscar nominations. <laughs> I think I'm well. I'm something I'm curious about, dude. Um, uh, with Poor Things, the new um, God, what's his name? Um, Lanthimos joint. 
Um, is that going to be a more the favorite type beat, or is it going to be weird and uh, completely disconnected from the academy, like Killing of a Sacred Deer? I, I don't. I would hope. I mean, I I don't know because both of those movies are such bangers. Uh, it's, but like in different ways. I mean, Emma Stone. Though, I does. But I guess Nicole Kidman is in the is in Killing of a Sacred Deer. I have no idea. And I mean, I think my gut says it's probably more Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. Uh, just because like the cast is a lot smaller, uh, and it, it, it from the outset, from as as being that there's no production stills or anything, uh, uh, the cast seems a lot smaller, and this seems like a lot smaller scale of a film. But I mean, it's got Willem in it too, right? Yeah, it's Willem, Mark Ruffalo, Christopher Abbott. Dude, it's a great uh, cast. Yeah, dude. I mean, my 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 beloved Rami Youssef, Max McCandles. Uh, is a, that's his character name. So I'm gonna be Max there. McCandles. Max McCandles, yeah. I like that. Dude, Christopher Dude, Abbott, Jared Sir Audrey, Carmichael. De La Pole, Blessington. Dude, Jared Carmichael's in it. Dude, it's gonna be a fucking uh, on this the count of Joey. three reunion. This Joey is a Joey movie. movie. This is a yeah. Joey movie, like boldly. And fucking, I think Jared has a special out, a new one he just dropped. Isn't directed by Bill Burnham? Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, you know what? And um, listen, I'm gonna bring it back to the beginning with this crazy segue. You know what? Who? What other stand-up special Bo Burnham directed? What? Chris Rock's most recent one. So what are you saying here? I uh, just there, there's something there, you know. <laughs> oh, so you're not a better host would get there, but I just am. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> um i can't connect the dots of that one but i i'm glad that you brought it up um damn uh i don't know oh dude i mean there's a lot of movies dude uh so let me here's a big list um because i just found like a article talking about all the major awards players for next year from each individual studio uh 20th century what's the article um the it's on goldderby.com oh fuck those um, guys uh, so 20th it. century, they got Canterbury Glass, the new um. Oh uh, yeah, the fucking oh, Russell, a Russell joint with Margot. Yeah, uh, they, John David Washington. Um, uh, Avatar two, don't dismiss. That's gonna win VFX next year. You can lock that down mm-hmm. already. Um, a twenty four, the whale. Uh, uh, Red, white, and water showing up. The eternal daughter. Disappointment Boulevard. Disappointment Boulevard, dude. Um, I hope that that's is that is that what's gonna, oh, yeah. Do the Northman and Disappointment Boulevard break the the Eggers and the Aster into the Oscar campaign? And does does uh does everything ever all at once crack its way in too? Who knows? Um, there's also My Policeman from Amazon. Uh, Apple has okay. Let's see. Killers of the Flower Moon, Cha Cha Real Smooth, Raymond and Ray, and Sharper. Like, they have a lineup already. Like, they're going to be running leaps and bounds around them. Um, like, as far as Netflix goes. Um, <laughs> it's funny. On the um, article, it says neon, question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, they have no movies dated uh, so far. Or at least uh, that are awards players. Um, yeah, Netflix... Yeah, Netflix just seems like we covered all the major ones. It doesn't seem like there's a big push with Netflix this year. Um, 
Yes, sir. Oh, the next goal wins the the Taika movie. Oh um, wow, yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking uh, kicked out of what they they uh they're done shooting Will Arnett scenes now. Um yeah yeah that took like a week I believe. That's um, awesome. I hope I hope Will Arnett starts booking the roles that uh, Army Hammer was getting. That'd be really funny to see Will Arnett become a dramatic actor. He plays live action Batman. Um. Uh, Empire of the Light, the new Sam Mendes, like that's his like passion project, I believe. Yeah, dude, uh, this is. I think I don't know if I've talked about this on Pod, but I think Roma is the most as far. I think Roma, the influence of Roma, uh, is like really being shown because it seems like every director is now making a personal movie about their childhood, because that's yeah. the uh, Armageddon. J- James uh, James Gray has one. Uh, Sam Mendes has one. Steven Spielberg has one. Uh, and the new Inuritu comes out next year. He has one. Uh, you know, we got a bunch, there's like eight, there's a, there's a bunch more that I haven't even mentioned, so. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I mean, just Searchlight alone, dude, like, I mean, Empire of the Light, Next Goal Wins, Poor Things, uh, See How They Run. I believe they also have the new, um, God, what's it called? Um, uh, from the director of Three Billboards, Marty McDonough. Um, oh, yeah, the, the, ban- the, Banshee. the Banshees of Inninshire or something like that? Yeah, it, it never shut him out. He he always has a chance to get an Oscar nom. Yeah, dude. Um, um, sorry, Sarah Hall, but we love him on this podcast. Um, apparently, Barry the... Um, and Brendan back at it again. I'm also looking at United Artists. They have um, Women Talking, uh, 13 Lives, the Ron, Ron Howard movie about the uh, the soccer players in Taiwan and the scuba divers that went to go rescue them. Oh, the wow. Camp. Oh, he's doing a movie on that? Oh, yeah. They already has Viggo Mortensen. Um, uh, I forgot who else was in it. Um, uh, it's a big cast, too, um, that are playing the roles of the scuba divers. But, um, yeah, and apparently it's been testing through the roof. Like, apparently, because it was supposed to come out this summer as, like, a, just kind of like a July release or something. But they pushed it all the way to December because the test screenings were so good that now they have, like, awards potential for it. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Um, the Emmett Till movie, uh, 3,000 Years of Longing, the new um, George Miller movie. Mm. Um, nope. We forgot Jordan Peele's an awards player, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, us got shut out completely, so we'll see if they bring him back in. Well, I mean, it just depends how good the movie is, I guess. Um, yeah. don't oh, worry, darling. Us. Oh, nope. yeah, don't worry, darling. That's that's a possibility. Uh, Batman could get in for some of the tech categories. Um, uh, then we have Wes Anderson, Asteroid City, uh, the the Bardo movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Dude, I mean, there's a, there's quite a bit of, I mean, there's a lot going on here, dude. Like, that's gonna be a major year next year. Yeah, too much going on, to be honest. A little too much. I think there should be less movies. Well, yeah, now because now we're getting uh we're getting like the this is the COVID bubble right now. Um, yeah, we're getting out of it. I feel like so. I think it'll be. Uh, no, we're not. We're not. No. No, I'm just kidding. This is the, I think this will be the last year where I think this is kind of going to be the year we have because there's still some stuff that is uh is yet to be released. Um, even though fuck, is it Mission Impossible 2023 now? It is. Yeah. That is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Um, I think I don't know, dude. It's there's like quite a bit of um there's quite a bit to go off of for next year, but there's like mm-hmm. really no way to predict it actually. 
Because, like, for all we know, like, fucking uh, Babylon's a, a dud. You know what I mean? Like, for yeah, all Yeah, and, like, know. what, like, Coda? Like, we would have never expected Coda to be. Oh, Like, think no. about that. There's a, be- there's, what a movie's, that, like, Coda was out by this point last year. So, like, what is good, like, what you think fucking is fresh? Gonna, maybe Marcel the Shell with shoes on is going to come in with a Best Picture nomination. <laughs> um, which is not a real movie. Uh, it is. It made me, it made me weep. It's not a real movie. I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. I don't know what to fucking tell you, Joey. It doesn't I exist. I think right now, I think Cha-Cha Real Smooth could get a nomination. I'd be really happy to see that. I'm, I'm sure the Batman, I think the Batman deserves to get some technical nominations. Uh, I would, and I'd love to see a Greg Fraser nom again. Uh, but. You're forgetting there's a Wes Anderson coming out this year. Asteroid City. There's a Wes Anderson. Yeah. There's, I mean, you got that new Richard Linklater. It'll probably get an animated nomination. Um, The. Then there's Apollo uh, ten and a half. Luca Guadagnino's Bones and All. Uh, oh yeah, the new he's back with Tim. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of movies coming out. Man. The Lost like, City will probably get probably sweep. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean Lost City's a you know Lost City. That's the movie of the year, bro. There's a movie I saw called Two Leslie. I wouldn't count uh, Andrea Risenborough out yet. Uh, it's a very good film. Mm-hmm. Mark Maron's in it. Yep. Sure. He's like really good. I bet. You love for listeners of the pod. Adam likes Mark Maron. I love him. Yeah, no, he but he's not getting an Oscar nomination for that movie. Uh, no, he's not, but she might. She? Do you really think a little South by Southwest movie? Well, then I got it had it had a lot of hype. I mean, it didn't win though, so maybe I'm just completely talking to my ass. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, oh, so wait, you a little South by Southwest movie? South like by Southwest the, is like, not Coda. Like. <laughs> You're not Coda, bitch. No, I'm kidding. No, I guess nobody bought two Leslie, so maybe you're right. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Um, Apple buys two Leslie for $400 million. $400 million. Deadline just reported. (laughs) The biggest streaming acquisition, the biggest acquisition period of all time. The biggest acquisition ever. Theatrical streaming otherwise doesn't matter. Yeah, dude, fucking. They released uh, what's it called again? The movie that you're talking about? Two Leslie. They call they released Two Leslie and 4DX. Um, <laughs> I say that not knowing what the movie's about. It's about uh, alcoholism. Yeah, they uh, they spray you with like whiskey and mm-hmm. and like they just like they just like squirt like drink in your mouth like during the movie. They yeah. get you drunk. Um. This is gonna play. This is not gonna go well. If the movie is like a tragic movie. I have no clue about the movie. It's a. It is. It's a really sad. It's like a crier. Damn, dude. Um. Man, maybe I'll watch it one day. Who knows? Uh, it's a, yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. It's probably the best thing I saw there, aside from Cha Cha Real Smooth. Uh, yeah, it's just hard. It's like when you talk about that stupid Marcel movie. Like I don't fucking know what it's about. It doesn't exist to me. There's no trailers. There's no pictures. Like I don't know. Why? Why should I care? Yeah, I love my dad. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Not a movie. I saw it. Doesn't exist, dude. I'm Bro, don't fucking tell me it exists, dude. There's no proof that it exists. Um, except for the fact that I've seen it. Yeah, except that there's no trailer, there's no pictures. Like you could also tell me that you saw a bird doing the stanky leg today and but dude, you're not providing me evidence of that. Like I I by speaking of I saw a bird do the stanky leg today. Did you? Mm-hmm. I don't believe you, bro. 
Uh, let's. Um, uh, so where can everyone find you online, Joey? You can find me uh, doing a stanky leg. No, at, jo- at Joseph underscore Saloni <laughs> on most platforms. And, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Um, you can follow us online at Twitter at under at, at aggressively okay online and Instagram at AOK online. Um, and yeah, we'll be back soon. I think we're going to do an episode for everything everywhere all at once. Cause we're seeing it this week. Mm. Um, I honestly am blanking on all the April movies that are coming out, but we'll, we'll have some episodes up this month. Uh, and also, AOK and the Multiverse is coming back this week for Moon Knight. So, Ooh. you know, look forward to that. The weekly drops will continue to happen for that. Uh, so until next time, gamers, keep on gaming, keep on blogging, keep on uh, wrongly predicting Oscars like Joey. Um, mm. And don't say anything or you might get slapped. So uh, until next time, gamers, good night, good luck, and stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.